Hello, I'm Mel B and you're listening to The Truth Flirts, a brutally honest podcast all about the highs and lows of dating. The series is brought to you by dating app Badoo, the place to date honestly. Today we're talking body shaming, porn, waxing and self-love in an episode that we're calling Never Mind the Botox. As always, I'm joined by two people with plenty to say on the matter. First, I'd like to welcome Megan Barton Hansen, who starred in 2018's series of Love Island and has since appeared on a number of shows, including The Full Monty. Also joining us is Chidera Egaru, who some might know as The Slumflower. She's a writer and fashion blogger whose book What a Time to Be Alone won acclaim when it was released last year. She also founded the hashtag Saggy Boobs Matter, which challenges our understanding of the ideal body. So welcome, ladies. Thank you for joining me. Thanks for having us. Well, listen, let's get straight into it. So the first thing I want to talk about is first dates. Do you feel pressured into looking a certain way or acting a certain way? I feel like on first dates, I do get super nervous. Like I have mad anxiety anyway. So I'm always like a little bit nervous, but I think just address it. I always like say today, I'm like, oh, I'm so nervous. And then it kind of like clears it rather than me like picking up a drink and shaking a little bit. I'm like, I get really nervous. So what do you do to prepare for that then? Do you take like a long bath? Do you get your hair and makeup and nails done to just kind of relax a little bit? I try and feel sassy, but I wouldn't like get proper dressed up. I want them to like me for me. So I just kind of, and also trying to look sexy, but not trying too hard look. I always go for it, which also is a lot of planning and effort. But I just try and make it look like I've just like thrown it on in five minutes and haven't thought about it. I like that. How about you? I'm the same. I do get those nerves, but I have to always remind myself, because I date men, I have to remind myself that he should be more nervous than me because he's the one that needs to hope that I like him. I and like I feel that. like as women who do date men, there tends to be this whole preparation in your mind of, I hope my perfume is alluring enough. I hope this dress doesn't give away too much. I hope I'm not trying too hard, like you said, Megan, because I have that fear of coming across as though I've tried too hard. Because right. what I tend to do for a first date is to still dress cute and communicate that, you know, I'm a person that takes care of their self and loves to look good. And then when you've turned up for the dates, like ahead of the date, are you worried that the guy's not going to look like his picture? Or has that ever actually happened to you before where you've shown up and gone, you look nothing like what I just was looking at you on my phone? Well, funny enough, most times when guys, I found it's always five foot ten. When they put five foot ten in their bio, please read that as five nine. <laughs> and for me as well, I wear heels. So I'm five foot seven, my natural standing height. I normally wear heels that are like four or five inches. So by the time I'm in my shoes oh and my, my hair, I've got an afro, I look like six foot one. So for me, I, I like my guys that are like six foot one and up so that when I'm wearing heels, it's still balanced out because right. that for me matters. So has it happened where they've turned up and they're way shorter than they've said? Uh, so, so what do you do in that situation? I just, after I leave that date... You never see I them again. I unmatch them. Yeah, they don't see me because I don't trade numbers until after the date. Really? So yeah. She has lots of rules. We need to get into these rules in There's a second. So many we safety do. protection mechanisms. Like, right. just, yeah. And I learned that from this woman called Imani. And she's a dating coach. And she's always said, never, ever, ever trade numbers on dating apps until afterwards. Because if you think about all the guys you've met on dating apps and they all had your number. Yeah, that's not good. Oh my God, the fodder in your phone. <laughs> oh, God. oh my goodness. I have a separate phone, a cheap smartphone that I've bought that can run a burner phone we a call burner it. phone that has <laughs> access to it. Wi-Fi uh-huh. <laughs> and that's the phone number that I give to men and that phone stays at home 
Right. If they're texting me, Lord knows what they're texting me. It's only when I come home after my day, after I put myself first, I then check what they've said. And it really humbles them because they only see when I speak to them, which means they know I'm busy. That means that right. when they do text me, they need to have something good to say, not asking me, what are you doing? So you've already set the boundaries <laughs> and they don't even know it yet. Absolutely. Oh my God, you need to teach me the ways. I'm so <laughs> impatient, literally. On dating apps, I'm like... I'll message her a bit. I'll be like, here's my number. We're we going to meet up. I can't, Straight away. Wow. I can't deal See, with the back and forth. Self, you can't do that. Back and forth, like, ch- pointless chat. Like, I don't care what you've been up to. We're we going to meet. Because I know in the first 10 minutes, when I see someone, if I fancy them or not. And I just think, what's the point of going on for days and days? But sometimes that build-up is what is the sexiest mm. part. And then mm. hopefully when you meet them, they do look the same and they do act the same. Has it ever happened to you where they completely don't look the same? Yeah, but I tell them, like I said, I'm impatient. I'm saying, are you 5'10 in your Cuban heels or without them? (laughs) (laughs) She came for the Cuban heels. Oh my gosh, you've exposed them. That leads to my next question. Have you ever been put off by somebody's footwear on a date? You know, some girls are very particular about what their guy or girl wears. In Love Island, this guy I was seeing, I chucked his shoes over the infinity pool. I couldn't see them anymore. They were looking like croissants. And I was like, huh, no. You Croissant <laughs> shoes. So you have a foot thing, you have a height thing. Definitely a height thing. So for me, you do have to be tall because there are so many tall men. It's like, if you're not tall, then it's not you. Fair enough. Someone else is more than willing to accept you in their life. Just not me. Right. My love is not for you. But what if they're an amazing personality and they had every single look thing going on and they were just short? Would that be a complete and utter he can be 100% my friend. deal breaker? So it's a deal breaker there. He could be my friend. Yeah, we're just, we're just not doing that because it just doesn't, it doesn't, it's not going to entice me. I can't be turned right. on. Right. And then on, on a first date, how much do you reveal about yourself? Ooh, do you do a lot of the talking or do you let them talk? Are there, are there certain pointers that you, you, you have to get across and they have to get across to you? I'm very honest. My mum says I'm too honest in certain situations. She's like, Meg, you don't have to share everything. But I am a massive oversharer. It's just part of me. And I think because I've had such a colourful past and I've been a stripper I've done this I've done that I think I just want to tell them now I don't want to have like two dates three dates and they really like me I'm like oh by the way I used to do webcam or I used to be a stripper and they're like oh so I just as soon so as I meet them I'm like yeah this is me <laughs> either take it or leave it I see like a date with a man as me attending a job interview and he's the applicant and I'm looking at his CV, which is the dating profile. It's an interesting way of looking at it. I'm actually. looking at him and I'm seeing, does this person have the credentials to make me happy? Because if you're not going to make me happy, I'm genuinely good on my own. I have great friends around me. I have male friends who can make me happy. But the type of happiness that I want in a romantic capacity does involve you being financially generous, does involve you being the type of man that enjoys making women happy because you understand that existing in a world like this as women is hard enough. For every dollar a man makes, we make 70 cents yeah so that means that they need to pay it forward and they need to be all over us i want to be spoiled i want all the kisses it can happen oh for God, us i love you please teach me <laughs> it can happen for us and i want so many women to understand that but then it'll be worth it at the end it'll of the be day. worth it because you're not going to be receiving what you do in text you're going to be receiving what size do you want that's what i want to hear <laughs> that's what i want to hear men do wrap their masculinity around their money. I'm very, very careful about telling them what I do. I say to them, oh, I'm just a writer who's just gone freelance, which means <laughs> don't look at me. I am not rich. Don't ask me to go halves on anything, which we'll go into later. So your advice is don't give anything away, even if they think, or even if, if you think that they know a lot about you, yeah, to just 
play it back a Package bit. yourself carefully. Because so how do you feel about yeah. that? Could I'm you do chat. that moving forward? Literally, I'm newly single. I'm going into my next date. I'm not going to tell them what I've done. Like they you said, to. they need to earn that. They I'm need not to earn your story. Like, right, this was me. I've done webcam, I've done stripping, I've done reality TV. No. Too much. No. Too much. They can wait and when they earn it, then I'll tell them. In past relationships, always the reason they've cheated is because... I'm insecure. How do you think I feel when you're going out and you're stripping and you're doing this and you're taking your clothes off for someone else? I'm like, so I kind of, when I go on a date, I'm like, okay, just to let you know, I do do this. This is part of me. Yeah. But but I shouldn't have to explain. On that first date, looks are everything because that's the first Mm -hmm. thing that you see in each other. So do you feel pressure to be a certain weight or a certain, like, hair done a certain way? Like, do you you feel pressure on how you present yourself out the gate on that first date? Not really, because it's so new and it's like, this is me. If you like me at a size 12, if you like me at a size 14 and a size 10, this is me. I think it's when people get comfortable, then they start to, like... I've had exes, and they're like, oh, you're putting on a bit of weight now. Do you want to go to the gym? And I'm like... And how far into the relationship has that happened to you before? (laughs) Mm, Maybe like six months. All right, okay. See, I I completely disagree with that. And there are some men out there and some women that as soon as they start dating and mm. they see their other half putting on a little bit of weight, they'll either dump them or make a point of saying to them, you've put on weight, get back to what you used to look like. Which I think is out of order and very rude. Mm, because when I eat, I eat when I'm happy. Like I wouldn't, if I was like, the only time I lose weight is post-breakup or when I'm stressed. <laughs> yes. So I put on weight because I'm happy and I'm living my best life. I've experienced that too with guys trying to mould me into what I'm not. And that was what inspired me to wake up one day and decide I've had enough. And I feel like the day that you've had enough will be the most important day of your life. And no one can take you to that day. It's only you that will take yourself there and realise, I've had enough, I want my life to look different and I know this can happen for me. And so with me, I decided, okay, you know what? No more younger guys, we're not doing that. I'm now dating guys that are minimum 10 years older than me. I like being the younger one. Right. I like to be so the younger 10 one. 10 years or up. Definitely. Wow. I like to instill fear. And so can you tell that by a picture or do you believe... <laughs> I'm not going to ignore that bit. Can you tell that by their profile picture? You know, sometimes people put body picture, picture shots on there. Mm. How do you feel about that? What, like that's topless? A, that's a no. Well, we'll get to that bit in a second. But the way that they look, do you, do you approve putting a full body picture up of yourself or vice versa, receiving that? Well, for me personally, I expect what I give off so with my dating profile I've made sure that there is a full body profile picture full body picture of me a picture of like a selfie of my face so you know what I look like up close and I've got Mm -hmm. very natural looking makeup so no like cut crease glitter eyeshadow just very natural looking but it's a natural beat um I've also got one picture mm -hmm, (laughs) one picture of me on vacation somewhere so you know she's the type that likes to get flights and she likes trips right and then another photo of me in like a restaurant in Mayfair so what I'm using my dating profile to do is to non-verbally communicate I'm not the one that you ask for a park date if you want access to me I need to feel safe around you yeah and that safety comes from you making grand gestures to prove that you're going to be around for a very long time right. and that means you parting ways with your money in my name and, and how about you how do you feel about the full body shots or what's your profile pictures look like when you've gone into dating apps 
I'm so bad, considering I'm supposed to be an influencer. I hate taking selfies. I just use pictures what are on my Instagram. So I don't really, I but what care. kind of pictures so are on your Instagram? Just ones I'm getting paid for. Like, I'm not really girly, so I don't, like, sit there and take, like, loads and loads of pictures. I'll be like, oh, I'm looking cute today. But do you do, today. like, the, the close-up so they know what you look like? Then do you do the half measure, then the full body, so they can get a picture of what you actually do look I think like. I'd put a full body on and mm. just, like the face but I don't know if it was a guy I've dated chubby guys I've dated skinny guys mm-hmm. I've dated long hair guys I've dated all time like for and me it's more that personality in the in the same way that you think of them does that go how you think of yourself so you don't mind if you're a little bit curvier or a little bit skinnier or chubbier do you feel like dating on an app gives you added pressure or not I guess because everyone, like you said earlier, everyone is just judging each other on looks. We all have our unique set of insecurities, but I still believe that, like, I have a friend, she's fat, visibly fat, and she's out here bossing men around. There are men that love her and adore her, and the point I'm making is that... She's confident, uh, Yeah, it's not even about what you look like. I know this sounds cliche, but it's like, what are you exuding? Are you making these men work hard for your approval because it's less about how you look and how about you're making more about how you're making that man feel I don't believe that your size should stop you because remember that this size thing is very western in parts of the world that are more eastern like even historically a lot of the goddesses and a lot of the women who were were powerful they were massive strong Big thighs, like watermelon crushing thighs type big thighs. And these men were scared of them and giving them everything, all their offerings. And I feel like we need to reimagine ourselves as goddesses, Mm -hmm. but really believe yourself. Have you adjusted any of your profiles on apps to like attract this more or attract Mm -hmm. that more or even just lie a little bit about yourself or what you want out of somebody or the person that you are that's a long question but you can answer it in a nutshell I'm sure yeah 100% so obviously when I was still stripping and I was on dating apps I put my job description as a legal PA I used to be that like 10 years ago (laughs) very smart but I just put it because I don't want to say model or they don't like what you said they don't deserve to know but then as soon as I get there I get nervous I'm like But I mean, from the get go, because yeah. I've got a friend of mine and she is constantly face tuning every single one of her pictures and putting a filter on here and a filter yeah. on there. Then you meet her in real life and she looks still gorgeous, but not, not, not what she looks like on on her app or even yeah. on her Instagram. Have you, have you ever done that? I personally don't use Facetune, but I'm not against women who do use Facetune or do choose to alter their bodies because I'll put a filter on it. One well, thing is, <laughs> as long as, as, long as the filter isn't like you know, like the Snapchat filter with the flower headband, the filter that's got like so many things See, I moving kinda, around. I've used that avoid, a lot. I, kinda I avoid like that, that sometimes. People think you're a catfish when they see that. They might think, oh, this is like a stolen account or something. But if it's like a little smudge, smudge here and it, do your thing because right. these guys be lying too. We're going to take a short break now to talk about Badoo. Badoo believe there is nothing more attractive than honesty. It's why the app encourages people to be genuine, upfront and honest in their profiles, as that's how great relationships are built. Have you ever felt a genuine connection with someone and then they disappear into thin air? That, my friends, is what you call a Casper, the not-so-friendly ghost. (laughs) Badoo are trying to stop ghosting from happening full stop. You and your match will get a friendly prompt if you've been messaging and then abruptly stopped, so you can both get the answers you need. Download the app now and give it a go. 
I want to talk about the initial thing, like when yeah. you first meet that person, because looks are important on Absolutely. some degree. You have to have that kind of chemistry. Mm. And now a lot of people these days, apart from doing face tuning and altering their looks with the filters and the, making themselves either thinner or curvier, people are now opting to do surgery yes. as well as doing the thing that they can just do on the app. How mm -hmm. do you feel about that? For me, I got so much stick before Love Island. At school, I was bullied for my appearance, the way I looked. I had, like, sticky-out ears and a big nose, and people would be, like, <clears throat> constantly saying horrible things. Like, I remember, and it must have, or it clearly has stuck in my head, I was in assembly, and I was sitting next to my best friend, and she was beautiful. And a boy turned around and was like, look at Megan, and then, I don't know, say, for example, Olivia. Look at Olivia. No comparison. Olivia's so much hotter. It literally... And how old were you then? I was in secondary school, so I must have only been... I don't know, 13, 14, 15. But my heart, I was like, oh, my God, what do I do? So as soon as I started earning money, and that's what drove me to stripping, to be honest, because I didn't have much money. I had a boob job at 19. Then I started stripping, and I was like, right, once I get all this money, I come from a poor family. I was like, once I get all this money, I can fix myself. I'm going to be this beautiful person. And I thought that would then make me a confident person, but it wasn't at all. So I had I fixed the outside shell, but inside I was still this insecure ugly like bullied shy girl so I think yeah like if you want to do surgery do it for you for no like don't do it for anyone else and don't apologize because like I said I was bullied before surgery mm -hmm. I've now since I've left the villa I had so much stick for being like you're fake you're you plastic did, yeah. all of this so Look do you wish that you hadn't done the surgery until you got the confidence and then done it like what's your what's your thoughts on how I, the I, process that you've gone through Having known regret, what you know now. I don't regret doing it, but I just wish someone at a young age was like, Meg, you can change the outside shell and you can be however you want to look in the mirror. If you want this size boobs, if you want a smaller nose or a thinner nose or bigger lips, it's not going to make you inside be happy. It was years and years of therapy. And I'm not promoting cosmetic surgery. I'm not saying go and do this and that. I'm saying do it, but only for you, but definitely yeah. do therapy and stuff alongside it or before because That's changing the smart. outside shell is not going to change how you wake. Like you said, when you start your mornings, you're not going to wake up and like jump out of bed and be happy just because you've got bigger tits. Right, yeah. <laughs> What's, what I find fascinating is because I created this viral movement called Hashtag Saggy Boobs Matter, but I'm still 100% in support of surgery because like you, I'm not promoting surgery, but surgery has such different meanings for different people. And I feel like the problem I have with the surgery conversation is that it's very low hanging fruit we tend to interrogate people who have had surgery and we tend to be like, wow, is your self-esteem that low that you had to change well, why yourself? Why is that but though? Actually, is it because people don't understand why they've done it in the first place or are they jealous or do they wish that they'd done it? You know, to comment on somebody else's looks just because they've had surgery, I think very mean and a bit kind of shame on you for even taking mm. that time out to comment. But you know what? It comes from the fact that we would rather interrogate people who have surgery than to interrogate a world that even makes people want to change themselves because the conversation mm -hmm. is not about surgery. It's about why isn't there a world where we are accepting? Because remember that for some people, especially trans people and non-binary people, surgery is identity affirming for them. Yeah. So maybe like getting their breasts enlarged or even removed, that has such different connotations. But we tend to exclude that from the conversation of surgery because it is largely misogynistic. Mm -hmm. The conversation about surgery is always about well, you know, as a woman, I feel like you're just very vapid and you shouldn't have done that. But you wouldn't go to a trans person and be like, 
You know, why are you changing your why body? Are you changing your yeah. body? Yeah. Hmm? Why are you getting hormones and why are you getting implants? Well, actually, I'm getting hormones and implants because it's identity affirming for me and I'm rebalancing my relationship with my body. But for the most part, there isn't a single person on this planet that is 100% happy with their existence because there are so many clashing messages. I am actually. Oh, except <laughs> but I am Mel. 44. It took me a long time you, to get there. You've earned, you've a long earned time the right to, to be 100% <laughs> proud of yourself. Bit by bit by bit. <laughs> now, there's something that you mentioned earlier about size. Yes. Does size matter? I'm talking about on a man. For me, yes, as long as it's not tiny. It doesn't have to be like... A horse's genitals. Like, it just doesn't have to be humongous. But how do they change it if it's tiny apart from surgery? Oh, that's their problem. I, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> there is someone for everyone. Because some women have... Some women actually have, um, like, shallower vaginas. So they have much shorter vaginas than other women. So that means that for a man who might not be as big... That That's could be perfect. his perfect equal. Yeah. And I'm happy for him when he, whenever he finds that person, but it's just not going to be me. Right. How do you, how do you feel about that? <laughs> um, <laughs> we can talk did, about this, it's fine. I did date a guy in LA, actually, and he was quite chubby. So I think, like, his really was, like, extra short where he was big. <laughs> so it kind of got sucked in. But because I liked him so much, it didn't, nice really it didn't really matter. Imagine if guys had that attitude towards us where they were like, you know... She was fat and she didn't she wasn't anything that I would go forth, but I just loved her as a person. But there are people out there like that. I do believe Why there are people out there. Why is it so disproportionately like lo- I believe too, but like but not enough. statistically, men, the men that think like that are disproportionately fewer than the women that think like that. I agree, but don't you think we're just built differently? Like you're saying, you're twenty four, you're thinking about kids and your future. I'm 25, I'm thinking about that. Whereas men, when they're on dating apps, they're just like, oh, she's thinking fit. Thinking about getting dick wear. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, oh. she's thick, banger. Yeah, yeah imagine men being like, you know what, she seems like a lovely person. We could have some kids in future. Hmm. We're just built differently. So differently. <laughs> Which is why we have to now... Educate lev- the men. Men are literally, these people can brush past a doorknob and get hard. So that means that... They are woken up by their desire to have sex. It is primal. And our existence as a civilization relies on that primal instinct. So if it means that all women were to be like, you know what, no more sex with men forever, men are going to end up out of their primal instinct doing what is required. If all women were like, I'm not having sex with you until I get a car, every man suddenly buying a car. It's like, I know the car is a funny example, but what I'm trying to say is that we dictate what goes down around here. But that is... A heterosexual relationship. Now, I've dated women before, and I do think that dating women is very different to dating men on many different levels. Can we talk about the fact that you have have dated or did date a woman? How is it different for you? Definitely with girls, it's more. It's so much more deeper. Like when you go on a first date with a guy, it will be very just a bit of banter. Yeah, a bit of banter, and you're like just joking, nothing to with a girl first. Date, you're like, you know about the ex, you know about the ex ex, you know about yeah, <laughs> what you want to do in like ten years, five, it's just a lot. Um, so this was literally like my first ever relationship with a girl. And it was only two months, but it was so much deeper than I've ever had with any guy. I've dated right. I've had three serious relationships with guys, but the two months I spent with this girl, it was the most it was just so intense. Like Why is that? Is that because it is a woman and we are more inquisitive and we want to know things on the inside and out immediately yeah. and get that instant connection? 
Definitely. And I think girls are more romantic. Like, we love all that. So I've never had that with a guy. But for me, it was really hard. Like, I see myself, I'm not like a super girly girl. And she was like, oh, just tell me something romantic or be like this. And with men, all you've got to say is, oh, my God your dick looks big or like just sit on their dick and they're happy but with a girl I had to be like oh my god babe you look so beautiful so it's like it was, it's a learning Aww. curve but it was it was nice I definitely do I'd say I prefer dating girls right, it's you more do. romantic and cutesy it is I mean I've done both I've been married three times I've got three beautiful daughters yeah I had a five year relationship with a woman and that was an intense five years but it was actually a really beautiful five years we barely kind of argued because we both kind of thought the same we both wanted wanted the same out of life and it was really interesting when I actually compare it to my other relationships very very interesting how old was you when you had this relationship with the girl God, I was about 26 same as me yeah. I'm 25 yeah. I just, but I can't ever see myself getting back with a guy <laughs> like even now when I watch porn it's only lesbian porn I can't even look at dick <laughs> but I'm lesbian like, oh, porn is way more sensual I think anyway it is just yeah, nicer true. and kinder I find this so fascinating to hear as someone who, who still dates men because like I am in that place where I don't even feel sexually like I don't feel driven by my sexual urges when it comes to my interactions with men because I meet a lot of women who are like, but how do you do it? I'm like so horny all the time. I just want to, you know, have friends with benefits. Oh my God, ah, men, men, men. With me, it's like, I sometimes question if I'm asexual because but I feel... But you've never been with a girl? I've never been never with a girl. Never dated a girl either? Never dated a girl, no. Oh. But I feel very weirdly placed on the spectrum of asexuality because I just don't feel the urgency everybody feels of dating men it's like I'm so good with my own company and I've got great toys so it's like men have (laughs) really got to come with something worth leaving the house for having said that then would you ever be open to even dating a girl at the moment I'm not open to it because I haven't I haven't tapped into that side of myself yet but it's not something that I'm against I would approach it I would approach dating a woman with a lot more Compassion, maybe? Com- yeah, then I don't have that much compassion for men because they don't des- <laughs> I think we get they that. Don't- <laughs> they just haven't earned it from me. Like, And I hope you all heard that loud and clear. Well, let's bring it back to us. So have you ever in a relationship had your significant other, your partner, comment on the way you look and the surgery that you've done? Yeah, definitely. Because I met Where's My Ex when I was in the villa. So he didn't know anything about that before. I didn't really discuss it. I think he gathered I had fake boobs um, and lip fillers. But other than that, he didn't really know anything. And then when we come out, it was a massive whole media thing about Megan before and after. And I remember I had comments. People would be like, as soon as Wes realises what you look like, he'll leave you. And I was like so insecure. I was like, oh my God. So he did He did say like, oh, what have you had done? And I'll tell him I'm a very honest person. Mm-hmm. And same with any relationship, I think. I and how no. did that pan out? How did that conversation go? It's awkward, of course, because I'm like, why does it matter what I've had done? Like, if you're in love with me now, why does it matter? But I am very honest and I'm unapologetic for what I've had done. So mm-hmm. even with this girl I was dating, she was like, so what have you got? We've always got fake boobs. You had anything else? Done? I'm like, yeah, I have my nose done. I have my ears done. I have my lips done. I have my teeth done. <laughs> it's weird people are asking you this stuff. Like there's some sort of tax collectors. Like why did they? I know. It's such a weird stuff. People are nosy. And don't you want, I mean, I want to know sometimes certain things about certain people that I'm dating. It's just mm. curiosity. If you get, you're probably going to find out anyway. So yeah. I'd rather just be honest it and open from so, the very, very yeah. start. I think it's just, And then if they don't want to date you after that conversation, they, were, they weren't worth dating in the first place. Tell them. Yeah. You know I, mean? I think it's just the way people 
broach it. It's not like interrogation, like, what have you had done then? If she's like mm-hmm. laying next to me and like playing with my boobs, she's like, so you got fake boobs? You had anything else done? And I'm like, oh yeah, I had this done, had this done. <laughs> Do you know and what I anybody mean? ever not... walked away from you? I mean, you're gorgeous anyway, I don't know why they would. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Lady. But that hasn't been a deal breaker for anybody on no, the No, touch end. wood, no one's run away because I'm bad. <laughs> well, so Bottom line is, if it's a deal breaker for them, that's their personal problem because mm. something about you is always going to be, even if you were your complete natural self before your surgery, something about you would have still been a deal breaker. Every, for somebody else. There's always going to be something actually, in you that someone doesn't like. That's the only thing, dating a girl. Boys have never said anything, but this girl I was dating, she was like, I've looked at pictures of you before and you're still beautiful. I would have loved you oh. then. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> the girls are just different. They are different. Very, very different. So how do we approach our own bodies? Do we do hair removal? Do we believe in waxing every couple of weeks, which is really painful? How do we, how do we approach our own bodies? That's, that's what I want to ask you both. So for me, I shave my armpits. Currently, I've got a very, very thriving bush. Um, had a bush for quite a while now, quite a few months. Um, I love how direct she just says that. Oh, definitely. Like, who hasn't? Come on. Definitely. And for a lot of women, keeping a bush is like a deterrent. It, stop, it's, it, it allows them to control their own selves when they don't want to have sex with guys because they think guys hate the bush and all that stuff. I don't think but guys a lot of do. Women, a guys, some guys love it. Some guys oh don't like it so Men much. I don't think they're that bothered as, lo- as long as they can These people get are down desperate. there somehow. <laughs> These people are desperate to get their dicks wet. You think a little hair <laughs> exactly. is going to stop them. It's like, for me, I feel like if I want to shave, I'll shave. But for the most part, I'm not active. And I, and, and I, and I want to challenge myself. The next time I'm going to be active with a guy, I want to challenge myself to keep the bush in its full form. Right. Not even shaving near the entrance bit. Just keeping every <laughs> hair, every hair where it is. And See, I'm seeing, completely the opposite. It's time I for them to get hair in their mouth. from head to toe. But Whoa. it was out of convenience. Because, you know, yeah. bringing up on three shoots, kids. Though. So it was having to shave my legs or having to wax them and making that wax appointment. I just committed to getting lasered for about a good six months like religiously I did mm-hmm. it so now never have to worry about shaving never have to worry about oh my god my bikini line when I'm going on holiday it's already done and I've been like that now for a solid nine years do you like it I have well I, I committed to it and I oh. love it I've had two you? sessions because I'm really, really hairy. Like, well, you have to keep up the sessions for it to work a Yeah, time. I've had to. I need to start again. But because I'm white, like I always go on sunbeds and they said that you can't sunbed when you have laser and you can't fake no, tan can't. when you have laser. So it's really tricky. But I am trying because I'm so naturally hairy. But the amount of money that you spend on shaving and shaving cream and then having to commit to and getting waxing. yourself wax or the strip wax. If you actually add all that up, it's worth getting lasered if I've you don't like it. I've walked out of a Brazilian before. I'm not it's even a Brazilian. Painful. I don't know. The, what, when it's they take everything off, what's that called? Yeah, a complete Hollywood. 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 I was yeah. out. I had half. Maybe that's the landing strip. Half a haircut, and I walked out. I was nearly He's crying. I was like, no. <laughs> I was like, bye, and no, I can't do it anymore. It's awful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I need to commit to the laser. These are the lengths we go. Because I literally shave my whole body. Like when I'm in the shower, I shave my arms, I shave my legs, I shave my nun, I shave my armpits. <laughs> but that's a commitment then. Like what, ev- twice a week you have to do that? Oh no, like every other day. Oh I'm my hairy. God, that would do my head in. My parents are my like kids Greek, be going, so Mommy, got hair everywhere. school run, hurry up. I'd be like, hold on a minute. Head to show shaving. No, no, no. no. Oh no. my goodness. So let's talk about this. Sending each other nude pictures on dating apps. Are big you no. down for it or not? Definitely big, big, not. Big, 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 big Why? No. For me personally, it's like, oh, if you're even able to see the hem of my pants, that means you've made it amongst all the other auditionees that were looking for my attention. That so comes you don't very send late. No, no, very late down the line. If I was going to send you a nude, then we are in a very committed relationship and that nude will lead to a very lovely treat for me. It's not a free nude. <laughs> right. No free nudes. Mm-mm. <laughs> 
<laughs> We're not so doing that. present after that. Absolutely. <laughs> How about you, Megan? Definitely not on a dating app. Like I'm all for nudes. Like I love it. Like I watch a lot of porn. I'm very, I'm very sexual. So right. I do love a nude. But when I'm with that person and it's exclusive, it's just us. I won't be sending them to a guy I've been dating for a week. But then what happens if your ex, once you break up with them, they've got all these nudes? Are you not paranoid that those nudes are going to be sent out into the iCloud of somebody else? The thing is, that says more about them (laughs) than it says about you. That's true. Honestly. And I have a lot of respect. I've had the most bitter breakups, but I've never been that person. And I hope because I have that respect for them and I don't share all of their details, they wouldn't do the same with me. And really, like you said, it reflects badly on them. Honestly, it's more of a loss for them because that means other people won't trust them anymore, which means they lose out on pussy. They're stopping their own market. Yeah, like, if you're going to be leaking my personal information, and that means that I can't trust... No one else can trust you with personal information. True. Now, I don't mind, like, how my nudes look, but when somebody sends me a nude of themselves, (laughs) I think it's really... I get a bit embarrassed. I don't really get sent any. Like, an angle, I just think, oh, (laughs) why would you do that? How do you feel about that? Because I get totally embarrassed and freaked out by that. I know it's sexist, but even just men taking selfies, they always have the set free. It's a bed selfie and they're in bed like that. Or then they're at the gym and it's the gym mirror. (laughs) Or then they're in their car and you've got to make sure you've got the Mercedes like... (laughs) I'm like, oh no, hun, please. Girls nudes, girls selfies, I'm all about that. But boys, I'm like... Black and white, you know, positioned nicely in the nice hotel bathroom. We're giving you everything. And guys will just be like... So have you been sent those awkward nudes by guys? Yeah, like some many, many unsolicited. But I don't get those on dating apps because the kind of... Like my profile is very, very, very strict. It's very Good. like, I'm looking for a gentleman who knows how to take care of a woman. I like a man who want, wants to keep me happy. Like that, that really does repel the men who send unsolicited nudes. Right. So it kind of like sorts itself out. Right, I don't think any male nude picture can look that hot. There's Mm-mm, always no. a cringe factor to it. For and me. there's always set angles of dick pics, isn't there? Yeah. They've only got like three angles, and it's and like, then, oh, as I've women, seen we like always that. go like that to our girlfriends. Have you seen that? And we all laugh at it. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, you have to know that. Look, he's gone bright red over there. <laughs> Stop sending unsolicited nudes. That is. I'm funny. greedy though. I like a video. If you're going to do it, do it properly. I'm like a short oh, we video. Would, we we want a motion picture. <laughs> With some sound effects as well, get the audio. <laughs> no. Let's get on the topic of porn. When you watch porn, does that give you uh, insecurity about yourself and how you should you think that you should look? For me, I feel like porn has so many categories, which means that everybody can choose a particular category that they best see themselves in. So it's categories like ebony, which is con- containing black people. So for me personally, I feel like I understand that porn is work. Sex work is a job. So if your job is to create a particular narrative and fantasy, you're going to do that job. I know that these people are real people who have their own lives and I don't feel the need to over-identify. because of that. Yeah, because I am on my own um, individual experience with my mm-hmm. saggy boobs and my own bushy pubes and my afro, like my own combination of features is a unique experience in itself and that if doesn't I were, make you insecure at all which yeah, is a good thing if i were to be a porn actress i think i would thrive very well because i've got a unique set of features and i feel like every woman should believe that because your body is different is why you thrive not why you are having a hard time it's the reason why you will thrive if you know how to harness every single inch of you but a lot of young guys and young girls are basing their sex moves and their sex life off porn they are. That's a fact. Yeah, How about you? That's so sad. Like, 
honestly, before I'd done anything sexual, I would look at porn and be like, oh, so that's what happens. And yeah. then you're like, oh, okay, I must be like this and have like the perfectly shaved nun and be like so skinny. But I don't know, I think as I've got older, I don't even watch all of the like the Hollywood fake with the cringy storylines at the beginning. I watch like the amateur people that are verified. I sound like such a porn expert. <laughs> no, but, but it's because you're supporting but they amateurs. make it look there's natural and actually believable. Yeah, they're actual couples, which obviously they're still making money and they're doing different things for different people. But they're actually a couple who are in love. They live together. And for me, that's more attractive. I don't want to see some, like, staged, stiff girl who's, like, really nervous. Been and told to arch your back and fling her hair back. Yeah, and moan and really loudly and act doing. like he's amazing no. and when really he's, like, got a fat gut but he's just got a 10-inch <laughs> willy. Like, <laughs> I don't want to watch that. There's something out there for everyone. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you both very much for joining me today. We're going to leave it right there. All out on the table. Oh, Thank thanks you. for having me. I've had such a great time. Thank you. Good. And to you, listener, please do subscribe to The Truth Flirt on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast fix. And if you've liked what you've heard, then leave us a review. Join the conversation by following at Badu UK on Instagram. And don't forget to download the app, where there's a world of honest daters waiting for you. Thank you very much for listening. <laughs>